Hello, welcome to the Joshua Generation Sermon of the Week. I hope and pray that you will be blessed as you listen to this sermon and encounter God in a new way. God bless you. Matthew chapter number 25, verse 18 to 20. Matthew 25, reading from verse 18 to 20. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to observe or to obey everything I have commanded you. And it says, Surely I will be with you, uh, I am with you always to the very end of the age. Let's now go to Acts chapter number 17. Acts chapter number 17 and let's read from verse 1 to, let's see, we can read from verse 1 to verse 7 thereabout or verse 6. We'll stop at verse 6, Acts chapter number 17 from verse 1 up until 6. When Paul and his companions had passed through Amphipolis and Apollonia, they came to Thessalonica where, they, where there was a Jewish synagogue. As was his custom, Paul went into the synagogue and in the three, on, on three Sabbath days, he reasoned with them from the scriptures, explaining and proving that the Messiah had to suffer and rise from the dead. This Jesus I am proclaiming to you is the Messiah, he said. Some of the Jews were persuaded and joined Paul and Silas, as did a large number of God-fearing Greeks and quite a few prominent women. But other Jews were jealous, so they rounded up some bad characters from the marketplace, formed a mob, and started a riot in the city. They rushed to Jason's house in search of Paul and Silas in order to bring them out to the crowd. I want us to read verse 6 together. At a count of three, let's read. One, two, three, read. You need to read like you are in church at a count of three. One, two, three, read. Okay. Uh, in other versions, it says these men that have turned the world upside down. Uh, if you can find that, it should be N, uh, NKJV or something. These men that have turned the world upside down have come here also. I'm speaking to you this afternoon on a subject, transformers. Transformers. And I want you to understand that the scripture we have read in Matthew chapter number 28 is a very critical one because it forms the basis of Christ's final charge uh, to the Christians or to the disciples. 
that after Jesus had been crucified and resurrected, and before he ascended to heaven, he met uh, with his disciples, and one of the key elements which is now come to be known as the Great Commission is what we find in Matthew 28, that Jesus now instructs and charges the disciples and says, Go ye therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them uh, to do and to observe everything that I have taught you. And it says now and assures them that I will be with you always, even to the end of the age. So in other words, I have been with you for three and a half years, and everything that I have been able to do, teach you, and demonstrate to you, it is now your turn to go and do the same. It is your turn to now take this commission or take this ministry to the next level. And so now Jesus gives them that as the great commission. In other words, it goes to show us that when we're dealing with the kingdom dynamics, we are not just transformed and it ends there, but we are transformed to transform. Look at your neighbor for me and tell them you are transformed to transform. Look at another neighbor who understands and say you are transformed to transform. In other words, it means that God has called us to a divine mandate of transformation. God has called you and I to a divine mandate of transformation that whatever encounters us, because we have encountered the transformation power of Jesus Christ, it means that we now carry the assignment and the mandate that whatever encounters us must also be transformed. It cannot remain the same. It means, as the Bible says in Matthew chapter number 5, 13, going down there, says you are the light of the world, a city on a hill that cannot be hidden. That your primary characteristics or the foundational identity of what you must be recognized for is the fact that you are a transformer. And I pray that today God is about to raise somebody as a transformer in the name of Jesus. So you need to know that you are transformed to transform. It is not just enough for you to enjoy the benefits of salvation and to be a believer, but beyond encountering what you encountered, it is now your mandate and your responsibility to pass that on to somebody else. And so it means that you must effect transformation wherever God places you. One of the first things that you must be known for as a believer is the fact that you carry capacity for transformation. And when I talk about transformation, leading somebody to the Lord is one thing, but it means an all-encompassing level of transformation. It means that in your family, there must be transformation. In the business, in the company that you work for, there must be transformation. In the school that you're in, there has to be transformation on the basis that you are there. So you need to know that your transformational capacity or transformation capacity is what gives you relevance and impact. Your transformation capacity is what gives you relevance and impact. If you are there and nothing changes, you are irrelevant. 
Let me say that again. If you are there and nothing changes, you are irrelevant. So you know, you need to know that you are charged as a believer to carry transformation. Your assignment, wherever you go, wherever God places you, is that where things are negative, they must turn into a positive. Where things are downcast, there must be a lifting because you who is a believer is part of that. And that is what God is calling us to. To come to that place as a generation where we understand our true assignment. We are in a generation and a time where everybody is self-centered. Everybody is focused on what they can become for themselves. I want to be this. I want to study this and become this. We are so focused on the prestige of what we are becoming as individuals at the expense of what the world is becoming because we are there. There has to be a burden. There has to be a bother in your heart and in your spirit that goes beyond you being worried about who you will become and begin to worry about what the world should become. Begin to worry about what your family should become. Begin to be concerned about what your institution is becoming. God is not just interested in you becoming a doctor. What will the world become once you are a doctor? God is not just interested in you becoming a business person. What will the world become when you are a business person? So, in the kingdom, your becoming is not the end in itself. It is a means to fulfilling a kingdom assignment. So you becoming a doctor is because God has a bigger kingdom assignment. You becoming a lawyer, you becoming a banker, whatever it is, it is so that a bigger mandate can be fulfilled. And I pray that somebody today will arise and be bigger than what they think they are right now. And know that God is taking you higher and greater than what you are currently thinking. You, you think you are just studying to be a lawyer. But let me tell you, God has in mind a world changer. You, you think you are just studying business administration. But let me tell you, God has a kingdom financier in mind. And so when you walk your life and operate in your life, you must operate with that understanding that God has called you to an assignment of transformation. Could you declare and say, I am a transformer? Oh, say it better like you are one. Say, I am a transformer. You are saying it like you are a Zesco transformer. Not that one. Say, I am a transformer. Let that sink in. That when you are there, there is no way things can be the same. Some of you have worked in a company for a long time. Nothing has changed because you are there, other than the fact that the company has lost a salary every month. There's no significant effect of transformation, and yet you are there, and you are a believer, and you come and speak in tongues. Those tongues must translate into transformation power that after you have spoken in tongues here you will go into the company and when everybody is stuck 
you will go into the director's office and say, I know there is this problem we are facing, but I've been strategizing and thinking about it. And here's the proposal of how I think we should adjust and do things. And before you know it, the company has turned around. May you carry that grace in the name of Jesus. You've been at your college, at your university. You are now in your third year, fourth year. Nothing has changed. For three, four years, you have been there. Some of us sitting here, no one has even gotten born again in that fellowship or in that campus at the account of our action. You have been there. You are now in your fourth year. There is no one who has gotten saved from year one, year two, year three. You must be worried as a believer because that is not what God has called you to. You are in your family and there's all kinds of chaos going on. And you are part of the people complaining. And all you do is call the pastor. Pastor, there's a problem. Listen, you are the transformer. May God give you the grace to carry power for change in the name of Jesus. That whatever needs to change around you will be done because you are there. You will not be among those that look to others for solutions. You will not be among those that are complaining, but will be among those that say, if things must change, it will take me. So the New Testament church was known as a church of transformers. That in Acts chapter number 17, verse 1 to 6 there, we read how Paul and Silas end up in Thessalonica and begin to preach and reason with the people in the synagogues. And the Bible says and accounts there a testimony of how the Jewish uh, leaders and everybody else were persuaded and feared God, or those that were God-fearing began to follow the message and the preaching of Paul and Silas. And it says a large number of God-fearing people joined them. And this shook the city. It caused a disruption in the city and some people that were jealous then went and gathered a mob from the marketplace as we read there and went and tried to find Paul and Silas and when they could not find them they went and reported uh, about him and the report that they give is exactly that these people who have turned the city upside down have come here also put it simply these people that are causing change in other cities have come here also. These people that were jealous of Paul and Silas's assignment recognized the grace and the power that Paul and Silas carried that wherever they went, there was transformation. The testimony that they carried was that of transformation. That any time they entered the city, the city was going to change. That's why they called it turning the city upside down because there was such a force of transformation. That is the model of a believer's church that God wants us to go back to. The New Testament church, a kind of church whose identity is that of transformation. That when people encounter us, they will encounter true transformation. When people encounter you as an individual, they will encounter transformation. Let me quickly now share with you three things 
that will make you become a transformer? How do you become a transformer? You could be asking, Pastor, I'm hearing you, but I don't know where to start from. There are three steps that I believe are very important, and you need to listen and listen well. Any person, any person that you will see change the world must carry these three dynamics or three characteristics. Any person that you see who is a mover and shaker, behind their moving and shaking are these three characteristics. And I want you to get them, master them, absorb them, and begin to apply them on a daily basis in your life and see how God will begin to raise you and build you up into a transformer. A man and a woman that carries power for change. A man and a woman that is a change agent. One who shows up and things become better. As the Bible says, the light of the world. That when you show up, there is a manifestation of light. Let's go. Number one, what makes a transformer? The first thing or the first character of a transformer is a grieved heart. The first step to becoming a transformer is it starts with a grieved heart. Ah, that's a bad place to start. Pastor, what do you mean? Great. It means that what triggers a transformer to arise is the recognition that something is wrong. What will trigger you to become a, transform a transformer starts by you, first of all, acknowledging or recognizing that there is something that is going wrong. But listen, recognizing that there is something going wrong is not enough. It must grieve you that the condition is like that. As long as it doesn't grieve you, you will not be moved to do anything to change it. The people that God will use to transform their world are those that have started off from a grieving heart. A grieving heart means carrying a burden of how something should not be the way it is. That this is unacceptable. There has to be something in your life that provokes you and makes you say, this is unacceptable. Every one of us has got that trigger. It's different from person to person. As you listen to me right now, your trigger of what is unacceptable could be something to do with the economy of this country. For somebody else, it could be to do with the spiritual state of this nation. Whatever it is for you, you need to identify it and recognize it. As a matter of fact, a lot of us already recognize it. The only problem is we only complain about it. We are at our best to analyze, critique, and talk about how the situation is bad. But today I want to let you know, the reason why you feel bad about that situation is because that is where your assignment lies. And may God raise you from a complainer to a transformer in the name of Jesus. That the same things that grieve you will be the things that God will use to change the world and use you to change the world in the name of Jesus. So a grieving heart is the foundation of becoming a transformer. Listen, there are so many people complaining. Right now, if you ask people, what do you think about this? Everybody has an opinion. And thanks to social media, everybody now has a pulpit. 
You know social media is a free pulpit. Everyone just mounts their Bible there, they wear their suit, look like a papa, wear white shoes, and then they post. They even end by saying, if you agree with me, say amen. And all of you are there, amen, 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 amen. But beyond taking the issue to social media, how is God using you to turn that thing the right side up? How is God using you to change the situation in your family? How is God using you to change the state of affairs in your college, in your university? How is God using you to change the state of affairs in this nation? Beloved, I refuse to be on the complaining side. I choose to be used by God as a transformer. That when everybody else is downcast, I will arise and say there is hope. Because God lives, we can face tomorrow. Because God is there, this situation will be better. And I pray that somebody will be bored from this service to go back to that situation and begin to declare hope in that situation, begin to declare peace in that situation. Because you are there, God is about to use you as a transformer. That is the grace that has been given to us. That is the mandate that has been given to us. A grieved heart is what triggers the beginning of a journey of a transformer. My challenge to you is that from this day, you will not just talk about it. As much as it grieves you, some of you, it's things that are happening in this church. It's things that are happening in the ministry you are part of. You see things going wrong and all you're doing is me, when I become the leader, you don't have to wait to become the leader. Become the transformer now. Because what makes you relevant in any place is your capacity for transformation. If you can do something that changes the thing, you are valuable. But as long as you are just there, you are a statistic. You are just a number. How many people are there? 15. And you are among the 15. What did you contribute? Nothing other than drinking mineral water in the meeting. It cannot be. For any Joshua generation, I charge you today, your identity from today is that of a transformer. This week, when you go back to your workplace, may you become a transformer in the name of Jesus. Today, when you go back to your family, may you become a transformer. I pray that this year, young men and women will arise and be transformers in this nation in the name of Jesus. It must grieve you enough before you can do something about it. Like I say, don't wait for a title. Don't wait to be appointed Vice Deputy National Youth Pastor Assistant. Nothing. There is no such thing. No, I, until I become the chairperson, that's when I'll change it. That's when I'll do something about it. You can do something about it now. And God is provoking a number of you as you listen to me right now. You are looking at where you are serving, the ministry you are in, the work you are in, whatever it is you are involved in, there must be change. And you, my friend, are the one God is raising to make that change happen. The second level of becoming a transformer after you have encountered a grieved heart 
is a steered heart. A grieved heart and then a steered heart. What does a steered heart mean? It now means that you have grieved about it enough, but you must now believe that there is a solution. Because there are a lot of people that grieve about a situation and it just ends there. But true transformers will move from grieving about the issue and believing there is a solution. So a steered heart now is one that is converted from just mourning about the situation, lamenting about how bad it is, and coming into a place where you say, I know the world has sinned. Everything is a mess. The entire humanity has been messed up. They need redemption. Somebody must go and die for them. And you arise and say, Lord, send me. That is the place now where it moves from being just a grief to being a steering in you to do something or to be used by God to do something about it. I want to challenge you today that whatever it is that bothers you, begin to believe God that he can use you to do something about it. Some of you have despised yourself. You look at this situation and think, who am I? Who will even listen to me? Listen, you are the same person that is needed to make that situation better. You must begin to believe that God can use you to make things better in your family. You must begin to believe that God can use you to make things better in this nation, that God can use you to change the circumstances even in the company that you work for. But you must be steered to believing that. A steered heart now is one that moves from just praying prayers about what they need as an individual. When you hear the prayers of a steered heart, the prayers of a steered heart are governed by what is burdening them. Anytime you listen to a a person who is steered in their heart about an assignment, listen to their prayer points, you will discover that other than you who just prays about transport money, money for talk time, money for food, the other person who is steered is praying, Lord, I pray for the nations. Lord, I pray for the salvation of this country. Lord, I pray for the salvation of my family. You are not just praying popcorn prayers. You are praying targeted prayers in line with the assignment. When was the last time you prayed for God's capacity over your life to change the thing that bothers you? That is the kind of prayer you must be praying this year. You will not just pray things that are pointing to you. Begin to pray things that are pointing you to the world because that is where you are sent. Go ye therefore and make disciples of all nations. Father, I pray for a financial breakthrough. Father, I pray for a relationship. Father, I pray for a promotion. Father, I pray for this. Everything you are praying for is pointing to you. A matured believer is one that stops praying prayers that point to them, but begins to pray prayers that point them to the world. That, Lord, I am here. Send me. If things must change in bread of life, I am here. 
If things must change in Lusaka, I am here. If things must change in this nation, I am here. May you be the one that God looks upon and hears your prayer of transformation in the name of Jesus. Even your clapping needs transformation. So measure the kind of prayers you are praying. And don't undermine or reduce God to a transaction of God that just has to give you things. You need to engage God at the level of purpose. The next time you're in your prayer closet, engage God at the level of purpose. Ask God, what is my assignment? What do you need me to do? Lord, I am bothered about the way the things are looking right now. Father, I am bothered about the state of affairs. What is my assignment in this matter? What can I do? I am just a youth, a young person that has seemingly no capacity, but I know that when your power rests upon me, I am capable of changing things in my life. And watch how God will begin to use you. I have noticed that a lot of people that have reached the steered heart level graduate to a place where God can begin to trust you with bigger assignments. The moment you begin to pray destiny, assignment-related prayers, you are ready to be trusted with great things. Right now, God is worried because all you are praying for is shoes. Your, your prayer point is at a shoe level. Skuna. Skuna level prayer point. And God has in mind a woman of God that must change and shake nations. You are dealing with skuna level prayer point. So God knows she is not ready. But the moment your heart moves from being grieved to being steered... And now you begin to say, Lord, if something must be done, let me be the one that you send. And you begin to engage God in prayers. And for six hours you are praying, not for your clothes, but you are praying for destiny. For four hours, five hours you are praying, not for your school fees, which are important and I know you need them and God will supply and provide for you but you begin to pray for the destiny of Zambia. When was the last time you prayed about Zambia? Don't answer me. I know the answer in your heart. It's the same with the one sitting next to you. You are both guilty as charged. But yet you want God to bless you in this land. The land you do not pray for. The land you do not speak prophetically to. Listen, if God must bless you in Zambia, you will wake up every morning and prophesy to the land of this nation and begin to declare over it because what happens in this nation affects you. And so don't just pray, Lord, I need a car. Pray the blessings of the Lord over the nation that I am bigger than just one prayer item, one request. I am praying for the salvation of the young people of Zambia. And when you go on Facebook, you will not just see people that are posting all kinds of wrong things and begin to condemn them, begin to look down upon them. You will do what I do. Go on Facebook, get, see something that is wrong, 
and I go look at the name who posted this and I begin to pray for that person. The person is not there, but transformation power is going to contact them. Two months, three months down the line, you find those photos are no longer there. They've disappeared. All of a sudden, there's no more cyberbullying. Yes, there's a policy for cyberbullying, but what it will take is warriors of transformation like you and me. I pray that you will not be on the condemning side, but you will be on the transformational side in the name of Jesus. They're being Condemning, complaining is very cheap, very easy. You can do that the whole day. But transformers are those that say, I choose not to discuss the problem. I choose to discuss the solution. You, my friend, are going to be steered to become the change agent for what needs to change around you. My last point as we close, a willing heart. A willing heart. Let me get somebody on the keyboard if I can, or they've gone to grieve somewhere. The last aspect of becoming a transformer is that you now need to be calm from a grieved heart, a steered heart, to a willing heart. Notice the sequence of what is going on there. That after you have grieved about the issue, after you have been steered to believe that there is a solution to the issue, there now has to be a willingness to go and do something about the issue. It says, go ye therefore and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. It's a commandment. Go. There has to be an action. Go. You don't just sit and believe that it will happen. It takes somebody stepping out and doing something about it. Listen, Joshua generation. God's plan for your life is bigger than your seat. God's desire and assignment for you is greater than what you have been imagining. And some of you despise yourselves. You look at yourself and think, God can use people, yes, but not me. He will use others. But I want to assure you this afternoon, you are the woman God is looking for. You are the young lady God is looking for. You are the young man, the man God is looking for. And that willingness comes from a place of yielding, giving of yourself and saying, Lord, I choose to submit. I choose to surrender and allow that that which you want to do over my life will be done. I may not see it. I may not understand it. I may not see how it will happen, but I believe that you can use me. And in this month of May, I want you to begin to pray prayers that challenge your faith to believe that God will use you for great things. That when you see yourself, you will not just see yourself based on your little vision and picture about you getting married, having your family, and settling down. But know that there is something bigger. There is something more powerful that God is about to unlock on the inside of you. He says, all authority on earth and in heaven has been given to me. And using that authority, he now charges the disciples and says, go ye therefore 
and make disciples of all nations. I'm praying for you that God will awaken you to your true assignment. A lot of you have been dormant for so long. A lot of you have been so hesitant for so long. A lot of you have been so procrastinative about what God has provoked you to do. But this afternoon, as you sit and listen to me in this auditorium and watching online, God is challenging you to come back to the place of order. That for what you will live the rest of your life doing will be bigger than what you're currently thinking about yourself. There is greatness on the inside of you. And God is calling it out that that which must change requires you, requires your partnership, your cooperation with God to say, I think I don't qualify, but because you think I qualify, I report for duty. And this afternoon, you need to report for duty. As you go home, you need to say, Lord, I'm reporting for duty. I've been running away from this assignment for so long. I've been overlooking this element for a very long time. But this afternoon, I want to partner with you and become the person that you use to transform. Could you lift your right hand right now and pray after me? Say, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I acknowledge that I'm a transformer. Say, oh Lord, by your mandate over my life to be a transformer, today I arise and awaken to that assignment. Say, Holy Spirit, empower me, equip me for transformation. That is what you need to believe. That is what you need to see God doing with your life. There is a change that will happen in this nation because of you. There is a change that will happen in this world because of you. There is a change that must happen in your family because of you. God has use for you. Stop looking down on yourself. Stop thinking you are inadequate. Arise to the call. Arise to the assignment. Arise to the mandate. Like I said, you change your prayer points. After today, don't pray shallow prayers. Pray prayers of assignment. Begin to pray over the things that have been bothering you. Some of you need to repent because all you've done is just condemn. You've been seeing things going wrong and all you've done is condemn. But God has been saying, look, the reason why you are feeling bad about it is because that grieved heart must lead you to be steered, to become willing to be the transformer that I can use to change the situation. But all you do is condemn. All you do is look down, castigate, and criticize. But there is an awakening happening right now. A number of you have been provoked to know that your assignment is bigger than what you've been looking at. Some of you need to redefine the big picture of your life and see it as big as God sees it, as powerful as God sees it. That you not just end up as an employee somewhere and retire 
there is a bigger assignment. You not just end up as somebody's wife. There is a bigger assignment. And I want you to begin to see it right now. I want you to begin to see God using you in a greater way, in a powerful way, in a mighty way, in a manner like never before. Begin to just engage God right now and begin to visualize and see with the eyes of the Spirit God using you to change that thing. God using you to change the world. Oh, Rabba Sanda la Rabba Shele Bakala Rabba Sete. Heleba Shanda la Rabba Sete Bashanda la Rabasa. Oh, la Rabba Shanda la Rabasa. It's time to arise. It's time for you to come out. It's time for you to begin to become the woman of God God wants to raise. Become the man of God God wants to raise. A transformer. A transforming agent, a transformation agent. Let everybody stand if you can. I want you to take the words of this ministry and sermon very personal and recognize that the reason why you had to hear this is because there is not a luxury of time concerning what God has assigned you to do. There is not a luxury of time. And hear me and hear me very well. There is not a luxury of time. You can't keep procrastinating. You can't keep dragging your feet. There has to be a stepping out and acting. Stepping out and doing. Stepping out and allowing God to use you. But listen, you need to be hungry for God to use you. You need to have a heart that is open and willing for God to use you. And that is the kind of heart God is looking for right now. Somebody that is saying from the depth of their heart, genuinely and sincerely, Lord, I want you to use me. For what I have seen going wrong around me, I want you to use me to change the affairs of this nation, the affairs of the nations of the world. I am willing. I have grieved. I have been steered. But Lord, now I am willing. Use me. Send me. I need you to begin to pray that prayer wherever you are right now. Just begin to ask the Lord to use you. Begin to pray that the Lord will send you, that the Lord will commission you, that the Lord will now give you a charge over your assignment. Go ye therefore and change that particular issue. Go ye therefore and change that area that God has called you to change. It could be in business, in ministry, in in your professional life, in your professional world, go ye therefore and become the change agent. 
that God is looking for. Could you pray like somebody that God is about to use in the name of Jesus? You are the light of the world. A city on a hill that cannot be hidden. Let your light shine. Your light needs to shine. Your light needs to shine. You've hidden your light under a table. You've hidden your light for a very long time. But today the Lord is calling that light out. The Lord is calling that solution out. The Lord is calling that idea out. The Lord is calling that passion out. The Lord is calling that gifting out. It is time to arise. It is time to shine. Let your light shine so that men can see, so that men can be transformed, so that men can be pointed to the solution. As you pray right now, a lot of you, the Holy Spirit is provoking you and clearly giving you instructions of exact things that you are going to do. This word is supposed to be practical. You will not listen and go back and remain the same. It is a kind of word that causes you to go back and begin to do. Right now, a number of you, the Holy Spirit is inspiring you and giving you an, a revelation and understanding of the specific things that you are going to do. You need to discern. You need to pay attention to Him. I need everybody to pray in the Spirit if you can. Wherever you are, I said everybody stand to your feet if you can. And I want you to pray in the Spirit, everybody. Because there's a provocation that is coming upon a number of you that you're going to receive divine instructions to go and do what a transformer must do. There's divine instructions to go and do what a change agent must do. Shala rabas, hela rabas, shanda la rabas, hila rabas, shanda la rabas sele. Oh, kala rabas, shete rabas, hela rabas, shanda la rabas, mela rabas shete. Oh, la rabas, shanda la rabas shete. Ma kala rabas shele basaya. Oh, riba kala bas sete. Ma la rabas shele basaya. I tell you the ministry of the Holy Spirit is released right now. A number of you are going to come under the power of the Holy Spirit and is going to provoke you into your assignment as a transformer, into your assignment of becoming the light of the world. Hila raba shetele reba kaya la raba bosh. Hila raba shenele reba sete. Mala raba katele reba bosh. Hala raba sanda la raba bosh. Iketele rebe bosa. Make katala raba sa. Makola raba shete. Hila raba sendele rebe bosh. Shala rara raba bosh. Shala rara 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 babush. 
God is ready to change that thing, but He needs a willing heart. God is ready to change those circumstances, but He needs one woman, one lady, one person, one man here that says, Lord, I am the one. Use me. Lord, I am the one. Send me. Lord, I am the one. I choose to be on the solution side. That's the heart that God is looking for. Oh, Myself away. Oh, I give myself away so you can use me. Give myself away. I belong to you. I give myself away. That become your prayer right now. I need only those that genuinely mean it. That your heart is willing. Could you lift those hands and pray like you mean it? That the Lord will use you as a transformer. aspirations and saying Lord my life is not my own to you I belong I give myself oh I wish there are people that are genuinely saying this to the Lord right now because God is about to use someone 
don't live below the standards of what God has defined for you already. Don't live below the standards of the identity God has already prescribed for you. You are a transformer. The hope of this world. And when men and women that are downcast would look at you, they will find hope in the Lord through you. I want you to go this week and begin to live your life as one who is on an assignment. Wherever God has placed you, you must refuse to be on the side of the problem and choose to be on the side of the solution in your family, in your campus, in your university, in your company, in your business, wherever it is that God has planted you right now, the reason why you are there is because there is an assignment of transformation that you carry. And all the complaining you have been doing, all the criticizing you have been doing must now change to what needs to be done. If it grieves you enough, it must steer you to become willing to be used by God to do something about it. Father, I now pray for everybody in this auditorium that a new level of anointing will rest upon us to become world changers, agents of change, men and women that carry solutions, men and women that carry answers, Father, we pray that let this be the generation that will arise and light up the world. I pray for every person that has been discouraged, every person that has been feeling limited, feeling inadequate, feeling like they do not have the capacity. I pray that your Holy Spirit will steer them and provoke them now to believe that they have what it takes, that greater is you that is in them than he that is in the world. That the challenge before them will not intimidate them more than the confidence of you that is on the inside of them. I pray that there shall be a provocation of greater passion, a provocation of power and commitment to the assignment. I pray over you that all throughout this year you will arise be bold and be visible. Listen to me and listen to me very well. Those two words are important right now. The Lord wants you to arise, be bold, and be visible. In the area of your grief, in the area of something that has bothered you, in the area of something that has been a burden to you, the Lord is saying, arise, be bold, and be visible. I want everybody's hands to be lifted. There is a boldness that must come upon you for you to be a transformer. I told you, everyone can complain, but very few are transformers. Everyone can criticize. Everybody knows the problem. But very few are ready to be used by God as transformers. And any man, woman you have seen do great things, it took boldness. When you see Peter preaching 
and 3,000 plus people give their lives to the Lord, it's an unusual level of boldness that is given only by means of the supernatural. When you see Paul who persecuted the church become a great apostle and discharges his assignment with boldness, it is because by means of the supernatural, there is a boldness that they encounter. When you have become bold, God gives you visibility. Said to Joshua, be strong and courageous. Three times the Lord charged Joshua, be strong and courageous. Because he knew in his human capacity, Joshua would have felt inadequate. But he needed to be strong and courageous. And the Lord says to Joshua in Joshua chapter number 3 verse 7, today I will begin to exhort you over all of Israel. And these are two things that are going to happen over you right now. One, from today you are going to become radically bold about your assignment. You will not be apologetic. You will not be in hiding. You will not despise what God has given you. You will not undermine that dream. You will carry it with every diligence on the inside of you and say, this is what God has trusted me with. He could have trusted it to anybody else, but God selected you. And you are going to say, I will be responsible for what God has assigned to me. And secondly, other than being bold, God will begin to make you visible. Your assignment will begin to be announced to the world. You begin to be recognized, to be known for the thing that God wants you to change. The things that God wants to use you to transform. Joshua generation, hear me and hear me well. There is an assignment before us that is bigger than our personal needs. An assignment that is bigger than getting married. An assignment that is bigger than getting a job. We have a kingdom transformation assignment. And that is what God is calling us to right now. Father, I pray now that every hand lifted will now contact the grace to become a transformer. Lord, you look upon the hearts of everyone in this auditorium and those online. For what grieves them, we pray that your spirit will steer us. And out of that steering, Lord, men and women today will be willing to step out and become the vessels that you will use. On our own, we do not know how it can be done. But with your power, we know it is possible. Holy Spirit, help us to see the true picture of our identity as the light of the world. Could you pray after me with those hands lifted? Say, Holy Spirit, empower me to be a transformer. Pray it one more time. Say, Holy Spirit, empower me to be a transformer. You've 
wondered how it can happen. But the Lord says, leave the how to me. Just give me your heart. All I need is your willingness. If you are willing, I can use you. God is after your heart, beloved. You need to give it to him. Allow him to use you. There's so much greatness on the inside of you. God will use you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this week's sermon. We pray that you are blessed. We hope that you can join us for the next episode. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Joshua Generation BLCI.